1: Listen. Get you know. Uh oh, the Bulls are playing the Lakers. Really? Yeah,
0: I think so. Still preseason, right? Yeah. You a Bulls fan? Man, you know what? I'm getting back to it. I'm getting back to it. Getting you know, back to wanna... it? It's just, man. I picked up Golden State so long ago, uh-huh. and like, it's like. Man, it it got so cliche now, uh-huh. and I hate being like everybody else. I will <laughs> always root for Golden State, but like, I just really hate being like everybody else. Sure. Are you are you from Chicago? I am from born and raised West Side of Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I went to the suburbs, like Schomburg. Uh-huh. Like my grandmother moved us out there, like high schoolish. Okay. You know, I think. It, 8th grade maybe you know like somewhere in there Yeah. yeah, yeah. so I spent like my high school days out there Yeah. so I mean it it really did a lot for me man because like I got uh, both sides of the world I guess you could say because I lived on the west side not in poverty but obviously friends other family members you know so on and so on and then I lived in (laughs) Schaumburg. you know so it's like yeah so when I turned um when I started about 21, I came back to the West Side. Okay. And I lived with my mom for some years. And I kind of just been city in it. I think, yeah, I spent some more time in the subways, but. Mainly back in the city. For so.
1: sure, for sure. Well, I mean, was your family musical? When was your first exposure to electronic music? Oh,
0: man, my first exposure to electronic music has got to be the 90s, bro. Yeah? Like, I mean, like, I'm 33 now, so okay. I'm getting there, but... No, you're still, good. You, okay. i feel hey, good. Come on, baby, you still got to hop in your step. But, um, man, like, the Armin and the Van Dykes and the okay. Castles in the Sky, Oak and, and full, they, baby. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. those were just like everybody looked at you different, you know, like, yeah. oh, you're going to rave, you know, type of, I still kind of came up in that, but it, that was still really main hip-hop, yeah. you know, and then I went to Spring Awakening in 2014, and it just flipped me. Yeah? It flipped me, bro. 2014, Absolutely.
1: remind me, who were the headliners that year? Was that still in
0: Soldier Field? Um, the Yoki headline that year, Cascade. Yeah, you know? that was in Soldier Field. Yeah, remember. that one was Soldier Field, and yeah. then 15 was Soldier Field, and that was the last one. Right. So, I went to Vegas one year, 14 actually. Yeah. And I seen Diplo and 14 see,
1: was a big year for you. 14 was a big year for me, actually.
0: <laughs> and Diplo, I seen Diplo and XS and it just, bro, it flipped me. Like, I was just like, because I've always had like a knack for music, you sure. know? Like, then you start putting things together and then you're like, oh man, you know, in like a DJ thing, I'm yeah, yeah. do it, or whatever, <laughs> but. You know, so now now I'm here. When did you start DJing, man? I started DJing four years ago. Okay. So,
1: Who got you into it? What led you to Um
0: EDM Chicago, I won't say got me into it, but they did a lot of good things, man. Like, I met really some lifelong friends on there, and I met a guy named Rodrigo, and he is basically my mentor, and he is a fucking beast. Yeah. He's like... Filipino, like, just <laughs> that guy, like, just real family man, he just had a kick, congrats. Sure. He's dope, man, and he's just, like, uh, he taught me a lot of everything I know, like, the basics, like, you can teach somebody how to look at something, but, like, when to teach somebody how to hear something, it's just way different. Yeah. And I just really appreciate that because my counting is how I play. Hmm. You know, I don't play by lit. like, if you put a blindfold on me, if I got my headphones, I can still do it. Right, 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 right. You know? So yeah, you know, and I owe that to him because he taught me the back way. He taught me how people really learn through turntables.
1: You brought up an interesting point there, and something actually I don't think I've talked about before. What do you think is the biggest difference between visual learning and auditory learning?
0: Um, you're used to seeing something than hearing it, and when you think something. Okay, so you have. A 16, right? Yeah. But that 16 might have trailed off. So, like, if you're looking at it, like, by waveform... Yeah. It might have literally dropped off, but that's not where your cue is. Amen. So, now you just cued in there looking at something, but now you're that's the off. That's the problem with the sync sometimes, right? That's what's with the sync. You can't do that.
1: Did, <laughs> you, like learn the... did you learn
0: on turntables? I didn't on... learn on turntables, but I learned on CDJs. Okay. So, but... I learned on CDJ's with the mapping program off tractor. Okay. So I still play familiar, through tractor, yeah. but I play on CDJs. Gotcha. So- Still plugging into something is still like just plug and play is still something I've learned.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Tractor, that's my, that's what I love. I love Tractor. (laughs) That
1: was my, that was my beginning point too. And I kind of, similar thing, I started, started actually Serato and that was just because of like everyone is using Serato. And now Tractor has definitely gotten a lot bigger and I do CDJs as well. But I, I agree with you, man. It's like such a different thing because. So many people start DJing with those programs and like they can't do it without it, but it's so important to know you can't always trust the technology. You cannot. You gotta trust your ears, right? You got That's you. something you hear that not everybody fully appreciates.
0: Yeah, so and then what's crazy that you say that because he's got 2000s. Yeah. So he's got like the basic of the basics, you right. know? And one day I was like, man, I need to touch those, like, you know, I gotta show them up or whatever. Yeah. And for me to go back and to get on those like, cause I feel like 2000s is, obviously not turntables but man like you when you want to really compare like to digital equipment to uh, turntables I think you're really getting kind of close yeah where Nexus just really kind of gets away from that because you got more cues you got more waves and yeah. really match up so where 2000s there was none of it. yeah like, <laughs> it was listen if you're not paying attention it's slow for you. That's <laughs> so, true, man. I
1: know, and a lot of places in Chicago don't have the most updated equipment. And I'm, I'm very thankful that I learn auditorily.
0: You have to learn auditorily because what probably Replace got nine hundred. You know, it's like you're pretty screwed. much you're screwed.
1: Why is it? Do you think that venues, for how important the music and the the aura and the environment of a bar or a club? Why do? Why does the equipment get treated the last thing that they take care of? You
0: know what it is because I think for a venue, and this is like really big in our industry, like in the middle, because we gotta play bars, we gotta play clubs, and you know, when you get to the bigger clubs, you're gonna see that. But like here, you know, it's more or less that, that's not their focus. Like when they put their bar together, they put their bar together to sell liquor and food. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, everything else is just kind of like added. Secondary, so it's man, like, yeah. you know, so if you come, well, if I'm gonna hire a DJ, why wouldn't they be bringing their equipment? Like the cliche is so out there that you gotta think too, like most people see their DJs at a wedding. You know what I mean? Like some people see them at a venue when they go out, but at Most playing, bars they're
1: kind of hidden or something like that. You know what you I, know? I mean?
0: Like, so when you really, really see a DJ, it's kind of like personal. So, you know, I think, like in our scene, like we forget that the average people don't see things the way that we see. Things. It's true. It's true. So, I mean, I think that's huge too, sad so. yeah.
1: I agree, man. I agree. Yeah. What, what is, uh, you know, your favorite part about being a Chicago DJ?
0: Um, I think being a Chicago DJ, man. We started dubstep actually. I had a name called uh, Drop King, and I was. Uh, did a couple of events for Trinium events and sure. they're dope. Like their managing is just dude, excellent person to work with. And then like bro, like house music. House music is just literally like everything to me. So I feel like if you came up in this city, yeah, like you you have to like it, like you gotta love not, it you, you gotta thank you that is a better way of saying <laughs> it like really like i really feel like you should really love it because yeah. there's not too many people that i have actually put on to uh house music that didn't absolutely love it true like, you know like my brother so my brother is a uh rapper in chicago christopher Craig, or younger uh he's about the same age okay so uh christopher Craig, he's a big rapper in chicago okay. And we're at my house and he's like, man, he's like, you did something to me last night. And I was like, this is the next day. And I was like, man, I've been telling you this for a long time. He was like, bro, what? He's like, (laughs) I don't understand. I was like, it's in your soul. Uh I'm like, you were born and raised (laughs) in Chicago. It's in your soul. You just get to your preference or feel that we're supposed to, or just think, you know, and then somebody makes you listen to you can't deny what you like you just can't deny it.
1: You think it takes kind of going to a show live to really appreciate it?
0: I think it takes for you to go to a show live. You know, it can take some good friends because I, I I ain't gonna lie the blunt sessions in the car man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. will get you that will get you there. Come on, and, Tony,
1: the blunt sessions in the car, baby.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think the I think those sessions are the only other thing that would be equal. Yeah. You know, but other than that, you probably got to see it live because the feeling, the bass in your chest, uh, the, the atmosphere, the people, like, I don't care what people say, man, about the drugs, or whatever. Everybody's not like that. Not And true. we have a really good scene, man, and I have had some of the best friends of my life in this. Scene.
1: What's your opinion on the difference between uh, the crowd at a festival and a club?
0: The crowd at the club... I would say.
1: From a DJ's perspective and then from a fan's perspective. I would
0: say, okay, from a fan's perspective, I would say that 60 to 65 people that are in that club don't even know who the hell is going. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I like real Definitely. life. I really think no that. No matter how big. Man, I, 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 I've tested that one time. I think I went to see. I don't want to lie, man. I don't remember who I went to see, but like, I wanted to see this dude, Michael Calvin.
1: Oh I hell! Seen yeah. Michael Calvin. yeah,
0: and literally, I asked like ten people because I was curious. Dude. Yeah, 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 I just got back from Ultra, and Michael Calvin played in Chicago like that weekend that I got back right. from Ultra. And I was like, dude, I just seen this dude. And we like, gotta go. Yeah, Slade. I gotta be in here. I asked like ten, people, not a soul knew who this dude was. And to you, and, he's like, this guy just played at Ultra. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, dude. I'm like, you guys just don't even know, like you, because at the end of the day. You still like music. Uh, Yeah. You came to a club, like a lot of people do go out to get trash but I would say that that's a lower percentage that people that like to go out and listen to a good DJ. Some high-quality music. And from a DJ perspective, like, I mean, that's why I like when it's more shows like this. House music. I don't really like being a request DJ. I don't do requests. I will not do them. I won't do weddings. I won't do... It's just, you know what it is? My passion is with this. Yeah. I'm producing. I'm making this music, Okay. you know, so it's like, I don't want to do something that I don't want to do. It's just, that's not what I want to do.
1: Have you played gigs where you ain't got requests? How do you handle them? You
0: know, um, so I have played them and I have actually just got uh, off. Done. So uh, I just did an event um, a couple of weekends ago. My buddy just got a residency outside. Okay. It's Saturday. I don't want to, I'm a really humble person. I'm not turning down. I'm not saying that I won't turn something down, but and it's my buddy too, so right. that really kind of trumped everything. So, make yeah. a long story short, he it they weren't ready for that. <coughs> they weren't ready for that. Need to make need reggaeton. I need this. I'm, well, I'm just gonna bounce, you you're know. But like, oh, no. you guys, it's the hard feelings. You guys are ready. You just just too ahead of the curve. You guys still got this on. And you guys, new owners. You got to change the name or something, <laughs> like you know. So you're running into situations like that. And honestly, I'm just gonna get off. Like I'm not. I just. I don't even have it on a flash drive, so I, 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 I'm not, I'm... You don't I mean, even
1: have the capability.
0: I'm not saying that I'm one-dimensional, but, like, that's what I want to play. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So,
1: you seem to be so like it. somebody wears are heart on their sleeve, man. <laughs> exactly. Who are some musical inspirations and artists that you look up to?
0: Um, I'm really into Eli Brown right now. Did you see him on um, Friday? I saw him on Friday. Do you know
1: my guy Juju? Yes. I, I just interviewed him Juju really. He's somewhere around here. Yeah, he's somewhere.
0: Yeah. We'll you all Did you see him play? Yes. Crushing, of course? Yeah. We went there to check out. You know we gotta support our people. You know? Yeah we like, do, man. And that's huge.
1: Well let me ask you real quick on top of that before you answer. I asked him, what do you think is the role of an African American house DJ in our age range? You know, because there aren't a lot there's of course, okay there's Kashmir. Derek Carter, Frankie Knuckles, but there aren't a lot now.
0: Yeah. What role do you think? Don't forget about
1: Gene. And Gene, of course. Gene. Gene. Don't Don't forget about Gene. Gene and (laughs) Cashmere. Gene Gene
0: is my. Gene is my everything. Oh, we love Gene, man. So, um, you know, I think that um, we're portrayed to like a certain kind of music, and I hate. Sure. I, ever since I, like, to be honest with you, I told you that, like, I went to Spring Awakening and it flipped me. Bro, I could honestly say I probably haven't listened to rap music since. <laughs> like, I got real into trap, obviously, because I told you with the Drop King, I did a lot of stuff. And it was kind of like man, a, a stepping stone for you? So with my anniversary party, uh, I wanted to put together a real day, day set. Drop a little of this, drop a little of that. And I actually had to hit a buddy up and ask him, like, a couple hot rap songs, <laughs> you know, and he was like, <laughs> bruh, I was like, man, I just, ew, I'm so into it. and then when you DJ, you just, like I said, I'm not one-dimensional, I'm just really focused, Right. I'm just really focused, I really like where I'm at, I really like when I spin, and that's just where I'm at right now.
1: Absolutely, man, and continue on, who are some artists that are influenced? Eli Brown,
0: Eli, Dude, he's on fucking, bye Eli is just on fire right now, Mason Yeah. and he's obviously... Gotta represent, it. you know, another yeah, African. Hey, these young American. guys. He's just, and he's British he's just, too. He's a 21, dude. Like what? Mason is 21. You did not know that, to be with did me, you. Just said he was 23, I and I was know. like, is he 23? I, he's
1: well, he's in his 20s.
0: He's in his 20s. Let's yeah, stay there. We'll agree Let's there. Yeah, there. Yeah, Let's meet you in It's definitely, and it's definitely 23 or lower. Okay. I know it ain't over 23. Uh, he looks young. Oh, he's a baby. <laughs> 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 he's a baby. So. You know, I feel like I'm uh, I'm still catching up, so but I'm not letting that hold me back because I didn't learn a lot from being in the industry in Chicago. Like sure. even if you are just going to clubs and meeting people or promoting or thought you were promoting back in the day, like you're still networking. Absolutely. So, and I don't think people would still understand how big that is. Yeah. So,
1: what's your definition of networking?
0: Finding a common interest to produce. I want to say entertainment but it doesn't have to produce entertainment to produce a relationship
1: you just said it best common interest right people say networking and they think what can i get from this person that no, i can offer no, how can we I don't exchange want
0: from you see the thing is is like when you start looking at someone like you did, that you need something from them. Yeah, that's when I think that we lose the uh camaraderie. Like, yeah, it's business, you're not supposed to be friends with everybody, but that person is still being associated, yeah, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, sure. Like, how are you gonna do business like proper business with somebody that you don't like? It happens, obviously, it happens, but you know, when you're talking about networking, that shouldn't be the case, you know, in my opinion.
1: I got a lot of respect for what you just said there, man, for
0: real. I mean, you just, like, I just That's really. Chicago
1: in you right
0: there, bro. You, you just, there's so much negativity in the city, and then, like, it's it just so much good, too, man. There's some really good people. Like, everybody says, oh, people don't speak to you on the street. Bro, it's probably windy and it's probably freezing outside. Probably <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> has somewhere to go. It's probably a train, yeah. bus. Yeah. It's probably some, there's Everybody's begging for money. You know, I'm, <laughs> the head I'm a feeling like you today. <laughs> I love that man. I
1: love that. Now, something I love asking people that have been in the scene, Chicago, whatever it might be. <laughs> something I've been asking a lot recently. We're about to go into a new decade, right? Yes. A yes, lot so happened it. in the past decade. What do you think? What do you think the future holds? Twenty twenty to twenty thirty of dance music.
0: You know, the thing is getting so digital, like. Uh, one thing I can't stand, and I'll keep it on the hush-hush, I can't stand these ISO on use headphones. <laughs> I just cannot stand it. How do like, they do it? What are you listening to? <laughs> like, what are you, do you... Visual. Visual. And that's what I'm saying. Like, where... Are, and to what point... Like, do you even need to be hearing what you're doing anymore? Like, that's what I get to, and I don't ever say that because I'm usually done with the conversation before that. Right, right, right. Stop trying to like just take every last little thing that we got we already went to see djs which is digital yeah, yeah, yeah. right all you guys are just pushing play you're just doing this you're just doing that so as a dj you really need to produce right now i think if this is what you want to do you got to have your own music it's gonna take a turn like you're always gonna have djs that need let me put it like this. So yeah. I always think that there's three different types of DJs. You got your wedding DJs. They're wedding DJs, man. You yeah, know, man. you got those types of DJs. They
1: can have a career off that, right? They can yeah. have
0: a career off that. right? Um, and then you got your club DJs, and then you have your producers, man. Yeah. And, like, you get a lot of producers that are really pressing play because they're, and you just can't say nothing because they're in the lab all day. Right. And then you got your club DJs. Which are just always gonna be, you know? So good. And I just think, like, coming into the future, it's just like the respect for DJs is just gonna diminish more and more and more because just technology. Yeah. You know, like, technology is not really in our favor when it comes, unless you're gonna get on tables. Like, maybe DJs will start taking it back to turntables, you know, just to really get the feel, like, because I take pride in what I do. Like, I don't use a lot of effects. Yeah. Mine is just straight mesh, straight. Playing my tracks. Like, I don't. I'm. I'm playing, man. <laughs> like you know Love what I that. mean. And like I just like I don't need to drown out my music with all the extra. Not to say that you don't need it, cause I actually wish that I was better at sure, it. Sure, sure. You know that's one. Of, that's one of the things that I'm still getting better at. Yeah. But you know, just you know, it's like I said. Like I really don't think it's all in our favor. Man. Just with all the digital and everything. You know?
1: and, and that's from other people's perspective is the that's, thing too, right? Like absolutely. we're the guys behind the decks, we're the guys behind the computer, right. that we know technology is in our favor, but it makes everybody else assume that it keeps right. getting easier and easier for exactly. us, right? And to a certain extent, yeah, some parts do, some parts don't though.
0: Some uh, parts do, some parts don't. Right. So what's next for you then my man so um i'm dropping an ep okay early next year all right so hopefully january um i'm just still learning man you know one thing um i got a producer that's been doing this for 12 years is one of my best friends uh alex burt mm-hmm. as known as Zayla Trub. he's a beast yeah i just released a track by him uh drifting a bomb ass track yeah um so with everything, like it's it's like kind of one of those things. Like you're my best friend, and like he went and got his family thing taken care of. Sure. So now he comes back, and the passion is like it's never been before. Drop the rappers, and let's get on the house. Music. <laughs> so he's producing like a lot of hip hop, you know. And now he's like, why haven't I? Been? I was like, you don't need anyone.
1: <laughs> I was like, you don't need anyone to do this, you know
0: kind so, um, of a vocal
1: from a previous rapper
0: you know what i mean so it's like so we're really on that uh, we're really excited about that and i got three tracks done not done they still got to go to the engineer so um, sure just a couple things man um, but that's what i'm really most excited about i feel like that's just the one thing that you know pushes your gap a little bit because anybody i'm not saying anybody can be a good dj but anybody can dj you know so i agree you really just gotta find your originality and find what makes you unique about yourself so,
1: that should just be in life
0: that should just be in life period so well, in
1: general that's not even that's not even specific to d- anything
0: exactly you find know, the best
1: version of yourself and hit it hard period
0: in the story dude,
1: dude i got a lot of respect for you it was great yeah, great conversation uh,
0: i really appreciate it absolutely this. man thank Pretty you good time